Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talk about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Today we are in Psalm 17. It's a prayer of David. Um, Steve, do you want to read it for us? Sure. In the shadow of your wings. Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from the lips free of deceit. From your presence let my vindication come. Let your eyes behold the right. You have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me and you will find nothing. I have proposed that my mouth will not transgress. With regard to the work of man, by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your path. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior, who, of, the, who's the, of those who seek refuge <laughs> from their adversaries at your right hand. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadows of your wing. From the wicked who do me violence, my deadly enemies who surround me, they close their hearts to piety or in, to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. They have now surrounded our steps. They set their eyes to cast us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear, as a young lion lurking in ambush. Arise, O Lord, come, confront him, subdue him, deliver my soul from the wicked by your sword, from men by your hand, O Lord. From men of the world whose portion is in this life, you have filled their womb with treasure. They are satisfied with children. They leave their abundance to their infants. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall sat- be satisfied with your likeness. <laughs> Thank you. Apparently, I wasn't laughing at apparently you. I forgot how to read. And then <laughs> just because my wife and I love each other so much, do, she's literally sitting across the table <laughs> laughing at me <laughs> as I stumble over... Grade school type. I don't know. Words. It's like it's like when you're reading, and you make one mistake, then all of a sudden you're like, I can't make any more. So then you just make. Oh more. yeah, it's right? like an I don't mean ugly, you specifically. I just no, mean no, no. It's, people in it's, general. It's absolutely me. I make a mistake, and then it's just dominoes <laughs> of dominoes of. of I am clearly not educated. Uh, I don't no, know how to read. No, that is not at all what we were I thinking. do not know how to read It was just English. making me giggle a little bit, and I'm sorry if I made you feel yeah. silly. No, I no, I just, to. you know, whatever. <laughs> sorry. So Psalm 17 <laughs> is a prayer of David. And one of the commentaries that I read about this said that it is a life of persistent trials demands a life of preserving faith. And that kind of just hit me. Mm-hmm. Like, how many of us in life are free from trials, not too many of us. So a life of persistent trials demands a life of preserving faith. And I love that. And we see that here in Psalm 17 um, because trials exist and they do continue in our life. So we see in verse 1 to 5, we see David calling out to God to save him, to hear him, to vindicate him. He wants the truth to come out because he is confident. David is so confident that he is righteous before God. And I, I love that. Um, where he says, you have tried my heart. You have visited me by night. You have tested me. You will find nothing. Yeah. How many of us are confident that we are pure and like totally caught up, you know, yeah. in our records yeah. 
repented nothing, completely. Nothing. He, yeah, he absolutely feels he is clean yeah. as far as the confidence you know, there. I, I, I yeah. love that. I'm gonna assume he was writing this psalm like immediately after making sacrifices. Maybe because right? we know that David is sinful. We oh, we, we all, read yeah. that. We know that. But in whatever is happening or whatever is being accused, he is being accused of in this in this instant. He is innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I have purpose that my mouth will not transgress. I love that. You know, he mm. watches his words. He chooses not to sin. He's intentional with what he says. I, for me, how many times, even growing up, it was always my mouth that would get me in trouble. I would always speak um, either too soon, too quick, not not listening, um, to talk back. You know, mm-hmm. when I was a child living at home, I this is as your husband. This is shocking to me. Oh, I know. This is why I'm sharing this with you. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I have purpose that my mouth will not, you know, sin is. Um, Almost mind-boggling to me because no. I know my faults and I know I know what I need to do. But in the moment, oh yeah, in that moment when you feel that rage or that not that I feel rage, but you know that anger. Um, yeah, well, my spiritual gift is mockery. So yeah, I don't know. You what's know. a spiritual gift, honey? It's not. No, no. just no. like I always say, sarcasm is my love language. I'm not mm. sure that sarcasm is a love language. Yeah. So, <laughs> in case everybody's wondering. Yeah. We have sarcastic <laughs> this, mockery this as is how we our roll. general deal. Which, which is why when we do sometimes make silly mistakes like reading, it's it's just so funny. We have, we just, I know, I don't know, lots of people aren't like that. And if that's not what you can do, then don't do that because you can yeah. really get hurt feelings. Um, like like water off the back of a duck. Water off the back of a duck. Yeah, you're better at that than I am. Um, back to David. So he watches his words. He chooses not to sin. He's intentional with his what comes out of his mouth. He's holding fast to God and to God's ways and he's pleasing God. Like he's saying to God, I have made sure to follow you, to honor you. My foot has not slipped. Right? Like in verse five, when he says, with regard to the works of man, by the work of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent, Mm -hmm. which is amazing for a man who is being sought after to be killed by enemies. Yeah. You know, he's not reacting. Yeah. Yeah, and a man who, like a warrior, he's a warrior. Yeah. Like he he is a man of violence. Like how did he rise to the position that he was? He would, like David was killing his thousands or tens of thousands. Right, right, right. Like he he didn't get there by being gentle. No, no. And we see in other Psalms too, where you know the Lord um, gives him the ability and the victory over his enemies. Mm-hmm. So we do know that he definitely is not a passive weak man. He is a warrior. Yeah, he is yeah. strong. Even it's, as even as the the young shepherd, he's like, I've killed the lion, right, I've killed the yeah. bear. Goliath won't be a big deal. Yeah, let's, he's let's not afraid. This. Like this isn't because he's afraid, right? My yeah. steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. So he's just clinging to the Lord. And in verse six, we see that he calls out a second time. Um, I will call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Mm. Um, he's not asking. He's, he's making a statement, right? I mean, he's, he is asking, but it's more, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. He, he's saying, I know you hear me. Mm-hmm. I am confident that because I'm calling out to you, God, you will answer me. You will hear me. 
you will listen to me. Excuse me. Yeah, and we, I mean, we just did a song or a, a podcast on this, like that assurance that yeah. we know that God is actually hearing yes. our cries and our pleas and our prayers. I mean, David was that guy. He he didn't he didn't doubt it. Yeah. What he I know. what he was always worried about was that his behavior would remove him from God's sight. Yes. Right. Which, so this I is mean, that one of those moments where he's like, "Hey, I've I've I've." I'm sure my feet have been in the right place. My mouth yeah. is in control. You know, he, yeah, to have that kind of assurance, assurance confidence, passionate so clear. assurance, right? Mm-hmm. Passionate assurance like that. But then we see him go on. So he's got this assurance. He's calling out to God. I know you hear me. I know you will answer. And he kind of begs God here, like, show me your steadfast love. He, David calls him the savior of those who seek refuge from adversaries. And we know, your adversaries, sorry. <laughs> No. I wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything. I, you had a look on your face and I was like, oh wait, I don't know what I just said. Um, I wonder if I, I maybe wrote it down. No. Anyways, um, God is the savior of those who seek refuge from yeah, and you start enemies. To see, you start to see a little, a little, little glimpse of the gospel too there, right? Absolutely. Show your steadfast love, O savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Well, that's Christ. Yeah, See, no, exactly. Right? Like we're so many times. I feel like David is just a foreshadowing of like everything. Well, well he is that is to come. You know, yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> I know, but sometimes yeah. the obvious isn't so obvious to us. I know. I know. <laughs> and then yeah. verse eight, we see where he's like, "God, keep me as the apple of your eye." So he knows that he's already. He knows he's the apple of God's eye. He's not saying, <laughs> "I want to be the apple of your eye." He's saying, "Keep me yeah. as the apple of your eye. Hide me in your wings." I love that. I just, I really love that. Mm. Um, hide him from the wicked because they want to do violence. His deadly enemies that are surrounding him. Yeah. But he knows, David knows. He's like, keep me, you know, be pleased with me. That's his desire. His desire isn't, his focus isn't on everything around him. Even though he's talking about it, his focus is, I need to be with you, God. I need you to protect me. I need you to shield me because in you, I am safe. In your shadow, uh, no harm will come to me. No evil will happen. No wicked will get me. Mm-hmm. Those who do violence against me, my deadly enemies, they don't matter when I'm in your shadow, yeah. when I'm with you. Yeah. And I just love that. But then he goes on to describe his enemies. They have no pity, no compassion. They're arrogant. They're in t- trying to intimidate him, right? They're surrounding him, intending to do him harm. Mm-hmm. He likens them to a young lion, ready to attack and destroy. Mm-hmm. So then in verse 13, we see how he says, Arise, O Lord, confront and subdue him, right? David knows that God is the only one who has the power to subdue evil. Yeah. And he's the only one who can deliver us in times of trials and trouble, whatever they may be. The Lord is the only answer for us. Now, on, in verse 14, we see, he, I love how David, he just really does talk about, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I want to be. This is what my enemy is like. Oh, man, those people that, that want to do harm, those people that turn from God. He talks about what, uh, what their life is like or what their life is going to be like. It's like a warning to those of us on yeah. this side of the cross reading it, right? Like, he talks about how his enemy's only portion is in this life. All you get is now. Mm-hmm. Right where David knows I have, um, you know, joy and comfort forevermore in the presence of God. Yeah. But you only get now, 
right? They find their satisfaction and their treasure in their children. They leave their abundance to infants, but it doesn't last. It's going to fade away. When they die, they have no more access to it. Their eyes are only focused on earthly pleasures, and those fade. So this is kind of what he's describing his enemies like. Mm -hmm. Whereas in verse 15, we see that David says that he is satisfied with God. He says, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I wake up, you will be my joy. Yeah. Right? He will be satisfied. If we could just have that, like, if you just think the, the, the assurance that God hears his prayer, the confidence that he is the apple of God's eye, mm-hmm. the assurance that God is going to deliver him through, and it's all going to be okay when he gets to see mm-hmm. the face of Jesus. Like we sitting in where we are, we now, we know it's the face of Jesus that he's going to see. But he was just saying, like, it's all behold your face and when I can behold your face in righteousness, mm-hmm. when I awake, I'll be satisfied. I know. I love that. I will <sighs> be satisfied. You know, that you are where my joy is. Mm-hmm. David continues to trust, trust God, and he tells of this over and over. So we know that persistent trials, David tells us that the things we struggle with will continue to be present in our lives. Yeah. We will continue to struggle. But yet, when we cry out to God to be rescued, don't hold back. You might have to still wait, but don't hold back. Be persistent, even in the midst of your trials. And because of that, be persistent in your faith, regardless of your trials. Mm. David chooses to cling to God through prayer, through righteousness, through holiness. And I think this is a good reminder for us that when we are tired and when we are worn out or we just feel discouraged, that we need to remain steadfast. Now, is this a feeling? No, I think this is a choice, a choice to remain tethered to God's word. Mm. Because feelings... When we are in that trial, our feelings will betray us. They will um, lead us down the wrong path. Oh, yeah, they're subjective, yeah. They're subjective, yeah. John Bunyan says, I thought you would like this. Hey, I have a John Bunyan quote. Well done. He says, either this book, talking about the Bible, will keep you from sin, or sin will keep Mm -hmm. you from this this book. And I just thought, wow, that's powerful. because, And that's what it means to be tethered to God's word, regardless of what we're feeling in those moments of darkness, or even joy when we're happy. At all times, we need to be tethered to God and Mm -hmm. uh, to just be immersed in his word, immersed in him. David was committed to God. We see this over and over. He is unrelenting and unwavering in his commitment to God. He shows us that even in the midst of all of the pain, all of the trials, that he, and we don't come close to the kind of life that David lived, um, But he had confidence that he was God's beloved, that he was the apple of his eye and he was protected. And I think that we also, when we read this, we are reminded that as believers, if you are in Christ, then when you have trials, you can have confidence that you are God's beloved and you are the apple of his eye and he will protect you in his Mm -hmm. ways. So I don't know what you're struggling with right now. But are you crying out to God waiting for an answer? Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you're weary. Maybe you're angry. Maybe you want to give up. My encouragement to you is to be like David. Be persistent in prayer, persistent in righteousness, and steadfast in your confidence that you belong to Jesus, that he is there, he is protecting you, and he will deliver you 
in his time for his glory and for your joy. Mm. Be encouraged. Yeah, thanks for joining us in our conversation today. Uh, If you have been listening uh, to podcasts along the way, we want to just thank you because between Mm -hmm. our last podcast and this podcast, um, we crossed over 500 people listening, right? So, um, which in the world of podcasts, hey, it's not really all that much. (laughs) But a few few months ago, (laughs) we had zero people listening. So, Um, yeah, we want just want to thank you for coming on the journey with us. Yes. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams and just to tell others about us. We appreciate any help getting connected with people who are interested. As always, we give a shout out to whoever is listening to us in Switzerland uh, for the month of April. Switzerland was twice as regular as all of America. So well done, oh, I Switzerland. Love Switzerland. Um, yeah, you got a little way to go to beat Canada, where we're from, but <laughs> you can do it. I believe you can. Uh, as always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca, on Facebook, Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.